0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends and family around the world, it's Greg. It's Matt, and we're the bottom tier. Bottom
1: tier. We're so bottom, we had to do this a second time. Yes,
0: we did. There were no ghosts involved at all. We, I,
1: we had Bluetooth connectivity. We heard someone say, "Can you hear me?" We freaked out. We had a panic attack. We started praying to uh, you know uh, James got, White. And, exactly. Yeah, yeah. and our song.
0: <laughs> and James White came down from upon high, and gave us the grace.
1: Of revealing that it was some other guy's Zoom. <laughs> yes, absolutely. But it was pretty cool. It was a fun time. But Greg, how was your Thanksgiving?
0: Oh, it was pretty good, man. You know, nice and low-key. Didn't uh, didn't do a whole lot, but, you know, spent some time with the partner and the cats and everything. And had a little nice dinner and That's all that awesome. sort of thing. Yeah, just nice, nice recharging sort of period of time.
1: I love that. Yeah, we're, we apologize for not recording last week. Of course, like here in the United States, we we have Thanksgiving. I don't know how many people of you don't live in the United States, but, you know, time to spend. It's mostly, at this point, just time to... Be grateful for your fam and hang out with them is kind of the celebration of it. Even just though. reconnect and recharge a little bit.
0: Yeah. I mean, how, not, about, how about you, Matt? Good holiday?
1: Yeah. You know, I ended up working on Thanksgiving. Awesome. Getting that sweet holiday pay. But, Time and uh, a half, baby. But uh, I we had Thanksgiving on Sunday with the fam, and it was good. It was good. Awesome. Yeah. So it was just good. We uh, A lot of people have been playing a new uh, video game that came out with, uh, I don't know if I can mention them, Pokemon. And, uh <laughs>
0: Gotta catch them all.
1: Uh, so, my family, all, like, a lot of them had Pokemon, and so we ended up just playing that game while we nice. were there. Yeah. See, could that, get them into play Flesh and Blood, but we all played Pokemon. Hey, okay.
0: you know what? Pokemon is step one. Step one, Pokemon. Step two, Flesh and Blood.
1: Yeah. We gotta go from the digital to the physical, and then we'll get there. You know? Exactly. Yeah. We'll, get, we'll convince them. So close, you're so close, so close, but yeah, it was it was a good holiday. Good, so no. Good.
0: Complaints. I'm glad to hear it. I hope that everybody out there has also had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Or if you don't celebrate the holiday uh, specifically or in general, uh, we hope that you had an awesome last week.
1: Yeah, I hope it was great. But we're back, baby. It's time for some uh, flesh and blood news. Of course, Woo! we. Uh, if you if your first time joining us, uh, we are a flesh and blood podcast that likes to take things more on the casual route. Uh, make sure everyone. Kind of knows the barrier entry, and like that's just a fun hobby to have. Mostly we're
0: just pretty chill. Yeah. Just hang out, just talk about things, just being buddies, doing things. Yeah, and you
1: know what? To start things off, I did something pretty crazy yesterday.
0: What crazy thing did you get up to, Matt?
1: I ran with Royal Levia in a CC Ooh. match against a Arachne, Ooh. and I won. <laughs> I won. And the funny part is is they regicided. <laughs> <laughs> and they did it on purpose, uh, but, uh, and I. I <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, that's so, so they regicide. They regicide. They had f- they. So they set up the turn. Okay. Right. So the one thing about regicide is it's a new assassination like specialisation. It's, so it's in, the assassin. In specialization. the print text, in the print text, it says if there's a card that's been banished, you cannot block with it. Correct. Leviat is the right hero to do this against because I am banishing everything.
0: A hundred percent.
1: Right. So they were looking at my banished deck constantly, and they're like, you know what? I'm pretty sure they have everything there. Lo and behold. I had a janky Leviat deck. And That's I only, really
0: what what else do you run with Royal right, on?
1: Right. It? I had two cards, only two that I had one copy of in my entire deck. And I drew them on the turn they decided oh, to love it. They also hit me with their dagger, so they both had minus one. Okay. In the beginning of the turn, they art of War'd.
0: Oh no. Right?
1: And so their goal was to Art of War. And they said go again for no reason. They didn't say plus one. They said go again.
0: Just to mess with you.
1: Right? They said go again. So they're attacking me with the regicide. They kinda did a couple things. It was five total. Ooh. Just five. Five total attack. I had two, three blocks that were never used and my scabskin leathers that blocked exactly five. And then they read their other card that was the the assassin like attack reaction. It yeah. says the card has to say contract, it on has it. To contract. Side does not say contract oh. and so i blocked five and won the game on a technicality beautiful and we had everyone watching us and they were like you said go again because he thought he said plus one on the attack and so i freaking <laughs> won by accident like i was like this is all i could do and so i won it was so good oh that's amazing i hope you know what everyone knows this person that i Jamie. I beat you. <laughs> oh man,
0: that's beautiful.
1: Uh, so it was that's great. So good. So, anyways, I had a blast. It was so much fun. Uh, that sounds like it was a good. T- and you got to end it on Regicide. Like, how often regis- are you going to see a we,
0: Regicide pop out?
1: Honestly, like, uh, uh, I'm obsessed with playing. Like, I'm not going to build a Arachne. Like, Arachne is very, very good. Like, he has a very good win weight. Can't really win against Jemmy right now, which is very interesting. Um, but, um. I'm not going to build him, but I am. I do have an obsession of just, like, building tons of hero decks that are just royal at this point. I like, mean, why not? So, I, I already passed the Leviathan checklist. Boop, boop. <laughs> and so, now I'm probably going to move back to Bolty Boy, even though I'm a hater. But, you know, uh, I hear he has a good royal build right now involving his okay. Spirit Arena. So, I might do a Bolton CC since I have the Makins. That's exciting. And then, uh, from there, we'll figure it out. Oh man, this is—it's it's a whole
0: new chapter in flesh and blood, guys.
1: It's funny, like I—it's all for the memes. Like, go pick up, like, like if you guys just want to have fun and throw people off, like just go get that dumb like crown that's twenty dollars. It's a twenty dollar legendary. It's a twenty.
0: Twenty is okay. Is, is it's that-
1: literally legitimately a twenty dollar legend unless it's, it's cold foil on whatever. But like, okay, yeah, like yeah. Like, like, like the Marvel stuff is more one, 20 bucks. So like, just go buy the twenty dollar legendary. And just flip around. Get with the it. M's and just yeah. be like, here's brick knick knack. My first turn, oh, the turn one was fantastic. Okay. I drew an e pot, a time snap potion, and a knickknack bric a brac. <laughs> <laughs> and I already had my gold out. So I just rolled scabskins, put an e-pot out, pitched the time snap, and I put another e-pot and a time snap. And so I had that, and I was running rock on Levias. there was a turn. <laughs> there was a turn. Where I was like, go again, rock! <laughs>
0: Oh my god. It was
1: awful. Bottom tier top tip, everybody. Do it for the memes. Do, it was I I was holding my own. I took there was one turn though where I could not do blood debt. So Ooh. I took I took twelve blood debt oh damage. No. <laughs> and I still had more HP. Like I was just doing well. It was ridiculous. Oh,
0: that's delightful. That that's exactly the right way to come back in after a long break yes. like this. Yeah, yeah. Hey,
1: guess what I did? Some ridiculous nonsense. Oh, it's. I will not win on any Talisman matches. This was just literally we. It was just a fun game between just an playing around and a Royal of Yeah, it was great.
0: Just buddies having fun doing things. Yeah, it was great. It was a good
1: time. It was a good time. I played a for the first time in Commoner as well. Um, uh, it was good. I enjoyed it. I um. Messed up a lot in it, but I don't. Well, have, it was like your first time doing yeah, it. Yeah, Of course, you messed up. I don't, don't up. have two spider bites, uh, which is really easy to get. I'm probably gonna buy another box at some point, but I don't have two spider bites, so I was running the fan. <laughs> did, you, did, did you actually
0: did you use it? I did. <laughs> and how did that go for you? Not great. Okay. <laughs> and there we go. Yeah. Not that
1: great, but hey, it was cool. It's a good time.
0: <laughs> see, guys, one of the big things that nobody talks about in this game is the psyops part of it. And if you see a crazy guy coming at you with a knife and a fan, you know you're in for either a great time or a terrible time,
1: possibly both. It was a, it was a good time. It's a good time. I, I'm enjoying like December, honestly, in in my opinion. I know people are gonna get sweaty because Battle Hardens happening in January. Proquest really is cool. coming up and, and, all and that. coming up, and so you want to start practicing with those decks. and I definitely recommend going on Talishar and being like, you know, getting just, sweaty over just there, getting your reps. But I think as we go to the Armories, right, right now our promo card is like the shitty Xmas gift is literally what it's called. Yep. Azalea got socks. It it is time to just be Mimi. Like it is time to go out there. You know, it's 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 almost
0: Christmas. It's it's the season, at least here in the West, of you know brotherhood and charity and all those good values that you know sort of unite people. So let's chill out for a month. Yeah, just take a month to kind of rest up, recharge, just rediscover the fun of the game. Yeah,
1: right. Just I don't know. That's my like goal. Is like I just want to build fun Mimi decks and just like. I'm not there to like, I mean, of course it's cool to get a win and be like, "Ha!" Ah, you know, like i beat be your good deck. Right. Uh, but, uh, it's, it's just fun to go out there and like experiment heavily and do stuff you don't normally do. And just like, Go out there and just do some fun stuff. It's kind of how I'm treating December. Is just exactly be just weird. Be weird with it. Be
0: weird. Have a good time. If you have an idea for something, like give it a try. Who cares yeah. at this point? Yeah. Like there's nothing really serious going on this this month. Yeah. Uh, or anything like that. So when you so in your events, when you're meeting people across the table, you have the chance to sort of you know stretch your wings a little bit. Yeah.
1: Could you be a crouching tiger, fi and surprise people? Absolutely. Hundred percent. Is it, it going to work well? No. No.
0: But But you could do it, but it's fun. You know, like that's that's
1: great. Like that type of stuff is going to be really exciting. And I've been seeing people do like fun stuff with Dory with the go again daggers. Like it's it's been a cool time to like kind of watch the the meta and the fun games going out there. Like I don't know if I've been following it too much, but Dash is insane in Blitz right now. Oh, man. Dash is crushing it. So that's something that's have to Just really popping yeah. off in general right now. Yeah, Dash is pretty much destroying Blitz. Like Dash may Living Legend Blitz pretty fast if it keeps on the same trajectory. So. And
0: then people are going to have to figure out how to run Data Doll, which about which be time. Great,
1: would be awesome. Which yeah, about time. Yeah, and I hope that the Data comes out there and, and does that stuff again. Um, we also have uh, uh, Arachne is actually doing really well in CC, it's like surprisingly CC. well. Yep. Which,
0: which. I haven't played against any Arachnes yet, so I don't one hundred percent know. But how much of that do you think is just it's new and people haven't figured it out yet, versus actually being good against some of the things that are you know out there or possible? It, it's
1: out actually right? pretty good. Like I mean, against guardians, probably not. Um, and Dramai. like they're they're just stuffed yeah. against Dramai. But with that, like you're able to do a lot of sneaky stuff, especially with those assassin extra cards. And so you're able to pretty much treat it like a warrior and banish cards from the top of their deck and really manipulate and build silver and be able to bring that stuff back. So you're constantly getting go again with your boots coming back and all stuff. So it's, it's a good, interesting deck build that's able to, to do well. When I versed it, Uh, Yesterday, it was able to do at least like two to three actions. So like that ten to that twelve damage a turn is really really good.
0: That 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 is solid. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like the craziest aggro we've ever seen, but it's definitely not the you know one card a turn sort of control thing that that myself included a lot of people were thinking it was going to end. It's aggro control.
1: It's really aggro control because they're really making they're watching your deck and they're changing it to a point where you're like cool like they may not get a silver from this, but is it worth getting rid of their pummel? So I know what's coming. So they right. they have foresight on what your deck's going to be and they're able to manipulate like what that's going to do. And so it was crazy because like my banish zone was just getting stacked heavily, like yeah. playing as Leviathan, And so I was like, cool, there goes another chance of me having a six to be able to go there. Yep. So my graveyard starts getting more filled with, you know, not like boosts and stuff like that that aren't going to help me. And so it was very interesting to be able to watch and see that. And it was good. Like, I it, I enjoyed playing against it, and it was a close match. And so from the reports I hear, it, like, every match is very, very close and there's more thought out and all that stuff. So Ragni's being balanced. I, I think it's a mixture of both of what you said of being new, but I think it has legs to go forward, and there'll probably be some crazy build that shows up where it's like, but what if you ran Ragni like this? And you're like, oh, snap, ah. And it will be... Suddenly,
0: Arachne has Talishar. Yeah, um, yeah exactly. Right? And, like, so... And, and that's really, that's that's phenomenal. Like, to, to bring a new hero into something like this is really, you know, it's, it's tricky to have them actually yeah. at any sort of, like, competitive sort of level. Because there is a lot of balancing, a lot of moving pieces you have to be aware of. But I think it just gets back to, like, the strength of Dynasty as a set. That not only, you know, a couple of cards here and there, but the new hero, most of the new archetypes you can build around. Like, they really, they're not just extraneous. They don't just exist to exist. They actually have a place and can be, implemented into a bunch of different strategies Mm -hmm. and a bunch of different uh sort of use cases so like dynasty on the whole has been a really phenomenal set
1: yeah it's been a great set like i i think this might be the best dare i say the best supplemental set we've had so far but we've only had a couple so it's hopefully continues getting better it's really it's not hard to come off of everfast as being like (laughs) true yeah yeah (laughs) true even though now I'm using the potions and knickknack quicker bags. Well, hey,
0: Everfest cards have their place. It just it <laughs> took a second for them to come around. Like I I run bingo in a couple of things. People laugh at me, but I like bingo. It's funny, yeah. It's
1: yeah. good. It, Everfest was more fun
0: and beanie, yeah, I guess sort of lighthearted. Sort of you know. Well, okay, if you want to play, here's a thing that you can play with, and also the most broken hero in the game, because you know. Because we do that. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes yeah. you get lucky. But we avoided a Starvo situation here. The entire set is actually like fun and usable and interestingly usable. It's not just a bunch of like, oh, well, this card's obviously a better version of this card sort yeah. of
1: thing. We even saw like in our local commoner Cup, we allowed uh, Majestic Heroes and Legendary Heroes to be played as well. Uh, as long as they're still following the common rule and the two rare rules. So Youngs. we just kind of let young heroes be young heroes. Uh, promo heroes are different because they're they have a little bit more game breaky stuff, so they have to do that. But uh, with that, we had our commoner cup last week, and Yoji won, right? And Big boy. Uh, we, you'll, you'll, we will have deck techs coming out. It's been a while since we hit the YouTube, but next year, I think we have a big goal is to make sure we're more consistent on that. We just had figure, 100%. We had a lot of live situations happen as soon as we started, which is great. Uh, good for us. Um, but with that, uh, Yoji uh, won it, and that was interesting. Like It was cool to be able to see more of a... I'm blocking all the time. I have more health than you and I can hit you hard. And that was cool.
0: Right. And like, th- th- that's sort of exactly the thing. And, and kind of something that I wanted to talk about a little bit. Um, like, like, Those sorts of heroes, the ones that you look at and you say, I don't really see how this is going to work. This seems like a really bad idea. Like, Yoji, the Emperor, like a couple of other ones. Um, Like, all of them are actually, if you figure out how to use them correctly, maybe not, you know, the best things on the planet, but they're they're usable. You can win with them. You can actually get good games in. Like, you can have fun without just resorting to being a bunch of jokes or so serious that you're sweating out of your eyeballs. Yeah. So, like, we like to take things from more of, like, a casual sort of perspective. Right. A little lower key, a little more relaxed. You all know our spiel by now. Um, So with the holidays and stuff coming up, and a lot of people starting to sort of look into, uh, you know... Hobbies, things to get people, that sort of thing. Um, Inevitably, we're going to have a lot of people who are gifted flesh and blood stuff who maybe haven't played the game before or have just kind of a passing familiarity with it. Right. Um, So let's, let's take this episode and just let's spend a little time talking about sort of the best ways to get somebody into the game using this particular opportunity to do so. Um, because really outside of like, you know, a birthday or whatever sort of cultural things that you might have, um, this really is the season for, you know, getting people into that, getting them something they wouldn't necessarily get themselves. Yeah. And sort of pulling them into something new. So I'm interested to hear some of your thoughts and kind of like the, the best strategies to pull people into the hobby, build that community a little bit more, um, and sort of, you know, use this as a jumping off point for the start of the next year and starting out strong with the community.
1: Yeah. Uh, so Yeah, that's a really good one. So, for example, I think there's a couple ways. So, number one is if you live with this person you're going to give the gift to, right? Mm -hmm. I think the best option is to get the classic battle set. Um, I think it's good to give to a friend that you don't live with too, but you have to... I think, like, why I said that is because you're able to break it open and play together. And you may be even able to, like, pass it off as, like, oh, look what Santa brought me and give it to yourself. And be like, do you want to learn how to play? Uh, Because... Uh, The tricky part is, is like, A, I'm going to assume your friend already likes play, like trading card games, so it's going to be or, easy. Or, or at
0: least game. like adjacent to that sort of nerdy sort of culture right. stuff.
1: Yeah, but if they're really like not into it, then it might be best to be like, "Oh, I got this thing. We should play it," and present it that way. Right. Uh, which you probably already psyops. Have. You probably have already done that. But uh, if you're leaving with the person, classic battles is a great way. You have the mat. It's able to explain the decks are really balanced against each other, and you're able to start doing those matches right there. They can pick, You can swap between Reinar and Dory, and it's a really really good time. Um and you probably probably just had a Cyber Monday or Black Friday deal uh, at your local game store for it and you probably could get it, get it on the cheap, but that would be a great opportunity for the holidays is like classic battles with someone that you're like really close to or like live around and all that stuff. If you have friends that are in their trading card games already, um the pre-com blitz decks are great. Yeah. I really think they are a great purchase and you could get a variety of them or uh kind of be like, oh, like their vibes more like they're really in a So just get him a briar, <laughs> you know, like, whatever. <laughs> like stuff like that. Right. So you could do the pre-con blitz stuff uh, and be able to go from there. Uh, and then if your friend's a collector, um, the art's real beautiful. Just buy them a freaking box. Just buy him a freaking box and have them open it up. <laughs> yeah. They would be like, wow, this is so cool. Like, yeah, collecting is awesome. Feel that paper wrapper. Isn't that cool? Let's build a deck out of this.
0: No lie. Though the paper wrappers are pretty awesome. Yeah,
1: I, I showed a friend like who's a collector. Yeah. And they were like, the two things they said was like the art is incredible. Like they were just like stoked about the full arts and like, yeah. like the actual art of it. And then they just liked it. So like if you have collector friends, it's a good set just to be like, Hey, here's, here's this. So you, you do have your options there, but I think your best bet is those pre con and uh, blitz decks and whatever. And you make sure you buy one for you, buy one for them. You kind of have to be more, uh, Not manipulate, I guess. Manipulate, I don't know what the proper word is, but just more like, Hey, we both got this thing, let's try it out. What a surprise! Yeah, yeah. If they know you're really into flesh and blood, be like, I'm finally getting you into this game, and I bought you this. Like, right here, you go. Like, you you have to
0: use it at least once, yeah, right now,
1: yeah pre-con let's do it we're going but if they don't know you're in flesh and blood and you're trying to get them into this hobby or you're both trying to get into this hobby if you're listening to this podcast for for our title which will be christmas i don't know (laughs) (laughs) exactly that woo woo presents for friends uh then presents for friends i would just definitely just buy your both a blitz deck or the classic battle set and just like start playing and watching and toys. just go
0: for it the the, the the precon blitzes are like 10 to 15 bucks a pop mm-hmm. classic battle pack you can get for 50 but it comes with that one really expensive dory card and the mats and the everything else so it's not bad especially nowadays you can find it for more like 35 or 40 bucks so mm-hmm. it's even a little bit better um so you're paying about the same either way but they're great ways to jump in pretty decent decks not you know tournament tops or anything but definitely good to get into it experience the play a little bit Pull somebody else in as well. And then once you have that bug bit, once they have experienced the absolutely Beautiful quality of this game in all possible ways, etc., yeah. etc. Cetera, et cetera. James White, please send us a spoiler next time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, then you have the chance to go like, okay, well, we're, we're really enjoying this. Let's pop down to our local game uh, shop, or let's, you know, let's jump on this Discord and see if we can get a game with somebody else. Go, yeah. Like at that point, once you've experienced it a little bit, I feel like it's sort of natural to want to play against other people and sort of experience those different deck builds and the different, uh, the different vibes of actually playing with different people in different places. So at that point it becomes, a really easy proposition to get somebody to come to a store with you to visit an armory or to do just a little skirmish event or a play anywhere or what have you. Yeah, um,
1: and if you're a parent out there and your kid's like 16, going to high school and wants to find a cool hobby, like as you go shop for Flesh and Blood, you're not going to Target or those other name brand stores to like go buy Flesh and Blood. For the most part, no, yeah. they're they're not going to be. They're in the not really going to be there, but you're going to go to a local game store anyways to find that. And so while you're there picking up a finding a store that has Flesh and Blood product, and while you're there buying a a pre- reconstruct a blitz deck for your your kid because you'd like them to get into it or whatever if, if that's the you know narrative that you're going for uh you can find out a day that's there and so you could be able to buy the pre-con blitz deck and then be able to be like cool let's go to the local armory now and go try it out and you're gonna have people there that are gonna be like yeah and help you and and give you cards to to really get started uh another option is i just thought of this is like if you're already really in this hobby and you've been playing for a while and you have like won a couple playmats with raffles or being the player of the month yeah. or whatever, uh if there's a playmat you're not using, it's a great opportunity to get a little gift and build and if you don't have a lot of money, you could be like, here's a playmat, and here's a pre-constructed commoner deck uh that I made for you, uh, in a little deck box and I specifically thought of it for you. And you could give them this like cool little like flesh and blood starter set so you guys can play together and, and they have a playmat and a thing and they could do what they All with All the accessories it. you need. Mm-hmm. You have your deck, you have your box, you have yeah. your mat. Throw in a couple of dice for counters, you're good to go. Yeah. And if you're a little bit more bougie and like I want to spend hundreds of dollars, you can you can totally build out your own like flesh and blood blitz deck for this person. But I don't recommend that option. I made you a CC deck. Because you want to make sure they're really into it first. So. Before you... Yeah. plop a bunch of money down on you're, it. Yeah. You're safe with that pre-constructed or commoner, you know?
0: Like really, frankly, like commoner deck gifts are phenomenal. And I don't know that we harp on commoner a lot here because it's great and we love it. Um, but genuinely guys uh, showing up and just giving somebody like, okay, yeah, you learn to play great game. What do we, No, I don't want those cards back. You keep them. They're yours. Yeah, like no, that. It, that has such a great like immediate it, it's, effect.
1: It's really good. Like I, have been able to give out a few just by having our armories and be like, here you go, and they they appreciate it every time, and they start coming back with their commoner deck that they have, and sometimes they adjust it, and it's awesome. So I think that's a really good option. Is just like make a few or make one, and if you want to make it for all your friends, so you guys can play ultimate pit fight on Christmas UPF. Day. Then you could totally do that, and just treat it like another board game, which exactly,
0: is cool and like really, like th- that is the ultimate point of it, and we've said it before, we're going to say it again, we're gonna keep harping on this. It's a game if you're not having fun, then what are you doing here? and there's no better way to have fun with something like this than just to get a couple of your good friends together, sit down at your kitchen table, and just start beating each other up with cards,
1: yeah yeah and now let let's take it to a different direction like let's, let's say do. let's say you're a loved one who's significant other or uh, you're a parent whose kid's already really into flesh and blood and you're here for some reason to uh, figure out what gift to get them first uh, hello and they're already experienced yeah hello if you've listened this long, that's awesome uh thank you, and I hope you play too uh but also uh, here's some advice I think uh if they're already experienced in flesh and blood and all that stuff um you can't go wrong buying a box, of the newest set. Um, the reason I say the newest set is you don't have experience on knowing what they need from all the sets. So you can't go wrong hitting up with the new because they have probably the least amount of it. Uh, and they can go from there. If you find something that's like that from an older sets called first edition, and you're willing to spend that money. Like that could be really fun too for an experienced flesh and blood player. But the other thing, if you wanted to get creative with gifts for a flesh and blood player, is if you go on Etsy and type in that good old flesh and blood, uh, there are really cool tokens for uh, encounters for attacks and stuff. And so you'll see something called like a pitch counter um, or even like life total counters or even uh, like plus three attack counters, stuff like that. If you see any tokens or coins like that, I think that's a really cool heartfelt gift uh, to give someone who's really into the hobby. Uh, If you want to try to get something specific for the deck, you may start looking very suspicious as you start asking questions you may normally ask. Like, oh, what card are you missing? (laughs) Because they'll be like, why? Uh, That's really specific data that you're trying to find out. So you could totally buy a single if you wanted to. They were like if you know from the top of your head what they're really looking for, but I would recommend either getting like cool little tokens for them to be able to use a really nice deck box, or of course uh, just a box of the newest set. And that could be like really cool heartfelt gifts that would be for a flesh and blood player.
0: Just honestly, like having somebody who bothers to know what your hobbies are and yeah. get you something related to those like that, that's all that matters. Yeah. Like, like if, if, A member of my family came to me and they gave me, you know, a pair of socks for Christmas, but they were socks with Azalea's sad face stitched in on them. I would be freaking thrilled. That would be amazing. Yeah. Um, Even though I probably will never use them or display them or anything like that. It still was thoughtful. It still was indicative that they were putting, you know, sort of my preferences and my enjoyment at the forefront of their mind trying to figure it out which is phenomenal. So yeah. guys, even if you don't actually have any idea what to do, if you know they like flesh and blood, maybe you know who their favorite hero is, get them a t-shirt. Maybe you don't, maybe you just give them the counters, but it, looping it into that displays that you're interested as well. And so then they not only have that little bit of a charge from you, you know, thinking of them in that, but then it's an, also a great opportunity. If you've wanted to get a little bit, d- bit deeper into it to actually say, well, I got these counters for you. Could you show me how to use them or something?
1: Yeah. And what's interesting about this hobby is like, even though we are in the world of like wish lists, like digital wish lists from different websites, right? Uh, like you can't really do that on like Etsy yet. You can't really like go send a wish list of like, this is the items I want on Etsy. And so maybe you can, maybe I should look into that. But people don't typically use that, right? I haven't and so, seen it, yeah. Yeah, and so like you, uh, when they're sending you your wish list, it may be stuff that's not even about their hobby. And so that's why it's a little bit cool to be more like, into that for gift giving that's gift giving one-on-one though we're not a podcast about gift giving but if you want to if you want to <laughs> today we kind of yeah, are we kind of are but like the flesh and blood like if you're if they're into it like find out a little bit more details of what they're talking about and stuff and you can go from from there you know
0: most people who like this hobby are happy to not stop talking about it right uh evidence a and b yeah right here uh, we've been doing this for a while now uh, and we have absolutely no idea what we're doing. So it's great.
1: I know. I always be like, man, I, we have a podcast about it. <laughs> right?
0: Yeah. We know this game. Yeah. We, this game's awesome. We plan everything.
1: Yeah. All of everything this. Is plan- uh, but yeah, I, I honestly recommend that if you're, if you're here looking for gift advice, that would be the best way to go for, for that. Again, uh, Trying to get your friends into it, we already know the drill. We know what we're doing. Right. Do the commoner stuff, do the bl- co- pre con blitz decks. Exactly. Do that stuff. If you're a parent and that just wants to get into a hobby with their kid and think flesh blood's the way to go, classic battle's all the way. Classic battle. On you're gonna realize if you like it or hate it from that, you know? So hundred percent. I that's that's my recommendation on, on all those gifts. And pre con blitz decks are great stocking stuff. Or even just a couple booster packs is great stocking
0: right? stuff. Right? So the booster packs are like three bucks a pump. And so, like, Ooh, paper. Right
1: rip Mm -hmm. that was so easy to open I don't even want to look at the cards Uh, now yeah but yeah, it's it's great. So I think that was a great topic to to really dive into. Yeah, it was
0: solid. This. It uh, didn't last as long as I thought it was going to. Uh, but you know, that's on me for not thinking things out completely. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You owe me uh,
1: presents? Uh, <laughs> right. Exactly. I'm just. I'm, We're gonna stretch it out as long as we can.
0: Gift giving.
1: I heard about those Leviathan candy canes. I'm just
0: <laughs> <laughs> you mean car air fresheners with your favorite hero plastered on them?
1: Hey, I've done that. That's a I, good gift. I know. Yeah.
0: I guys, he, he gave me one with Levy face on it, uh, three or four months ago when I was sick with COVID. It actually wasn't a bad gift. It either. actually was pretty freaking yeah. great. It's in my car. Even now
1: I have fi in mine. Yeah. And I got one for myself because fire, I had to, it smells great. So you could do stuff like that, which was a lot of fun. people really actually ended up enjoying this. Right? Yeah. Like
0: this is, this is cool.
1: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think those are, are good like options to do for, for flesh and blood gift giving. Um,
0: If anybody like puts Oldham on a cake or something, please send us some pictures. Yeah, we'd really love to see that.
1: Oh, that's a good one. Uh, You just reminded me. Like, there's a lot of cool companies out there that make custom play mats. And so if you're if you're familiar with Oldham or not Oldham, if you're familiar with the hero, (laughs) if you're familiar,
0: (laughs) have you heard the word of our Lord (laughs) and Savior Oldham, Uh, the grandfather of eternity?
1: (laughs) If you know your. person's favorite the person you're getting a gift for is favorite hero it could be and you know they're into other hobbies for example like let's say you're getting a gift for me uh I don't even know who my favorite hero is anymore but let's say it's Jermai right uh, I really like Jermai I think she's really cool and you also know I am a huge fan of Dead by Daylight, right? That is true. Yeah. You have mentioned that once yeah, or twice yeah, here yeah, on yeah, this podcast. Yeah, so I'm a of Dead by Daylight. Jermai, Dead by Daylight. That, that kind of fits really well. Uh, you know I'm a fan of those two properties. It could be cool to go get a custom-made playmat with an artist drawing Jermai with a Dead by Daylight character. That could be fascinating. That could be weird, right? Or, right. Yeah, or, you know. A dragon eating a dead by daylight character would be hilarious, like, right? So, like that type of stuff is like you could go get an artist to be able to do those things. That's going to cost a lot more premium, right? Because you have to pay the artist, and that it could is. be like. But more if you fun really love them. this person,
0: yeah, you'll do it.
1: Yeah, or if you just more simpler, like uh, they're into Oldham and they're really into the movie Alien, right? You could right? have Oldham screaming with uh, like a xenomorph popping out of his chest. <laughs> and that could be a cool art for a playmat or just art in general you can pay an artist to have that on the wall and that'd be amazing
0: right exactly mm-hmm. or you know just swing down to your local game shop ask if they have any posters I they guarantee you they're be- going to have a couple they're going to have a lot of posters sitting in the back room taking out space they would be happy to get them off of their hands yep.
1: I don't think they have the lore book out yet or I'd suggest that for people too but if you could find a copy of the lore book that'd be a great yeah, gift for I, well. I
0: don't know if they have the. I know they have like an art book out
1: right They have art. It's an art slash lore book. Yeah, but I think they only give it away for prizing. So if you're able to find one that someone's selling, and you're willing to pay premium for that, thousand
0: dollars or whatever they're going to want for it, thousand dollars. But I've I've seen the price of some of these cards. Those books are going to be expensive. Yeah.
1: So, but yeah. So those are all great ideas that you could be able to do, and that's just for any hobby involving trading card games. Is if they're really into Pokemon and they want or Yu Gi Oh or whatever, like Dual Masters, you could get a cool custom play mat with their favorite, like blue eyes white dragon you know uh hanging out on the couch of friends or whatever you know i like honestly <laughs> honestly uh
0: if if we could get uh dromai riding a blue eyes white dragon
1: yeah i, and would, a Charizard, all, I would be just all of it, over that all the dragons yeah all the dragons yeah i like that dromai shaking hands with like the nearest targaryen or <laughs> mothers of dragons yeah yeah it'd be great so yeah so those are so those are some options uh I think that's about it for the present making, but we do have a reoccurring segment before we wrap things up here. My God, we do
0: look out everybody.
1: It's lessons learned, lessons learned, Greg. It's been two weeks since the last time. So what, what has there been any fundamental lessons that you've learned on playing this hobby, uh, flesh and blood? I mean, really
0: the, it, it's less of a lesson learned and more of a lesson reinforced. Um, and it's kind of the same New thing. New segment. <laughs> right. Lessons reinforced. Uh, but it, it's kind of the same thing that we've been talking about a little bit this episode, just to play the game and have fun. Yeah. Like, th- th- so often you get into something, and, and I'm, I'm super guilty of this, I do this all the time, um, where I get into something and I'm like, okay, well, this is fun, but if I play with other people, I'm not actually going to win anything. And they're just going to, you know, steamroll over me. I'm not going to have a good time. I'm so depressed now. Why even bother, right? Yeah. But when you do that, you limit yourself to some of the other things that can come out of the game. Like, playing this game is not just about, you know, the mechanical nature of draw card, play card, turn. Like, it's it's more than just that. It's more than some of its pieces. Mm-hmm. And, you know, focusing so much on the more competitive nature of it. Or really, you know, desiring to have those wins and get those accolades and stuff is fine and great and everything. But it's ultimately a game. So if you're not having fun, you're not doing it right as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And one of the big parts of that for me is going and playing with other people. Not just with myself on like felt table or something like that, which is fun. I test stuff like that all the time. But actually going out and talking to people and laughing over a particular move or, you know, the guy across me, this happened last time I went to play commoner a week ago. Um, I was sitting there trying to think out what I want to do with my move and he just starts taunting me with like, yeah, uh, you know, do whatever you want. There are two immovables in my hand you're not going to hit me. (laughs) And we we just played back and forth off of each other like that. And it it was a lot of fun. Like he cleaned my clock, but I had a good time playing it because we had that connection and we had that sort of mutual enjoyment coming together over something that we both enjoyed. So, so that's sort of the reinforcement. That's sort of the lesson that I took away from this again is just another reminder to slow down a little bit and to have a good
1: time. Yeah. And, and to kind of branch off of that, like, Going into this hobby, especially getting new, like you have to have the mindset that you're going to lose. Oh, you're going to get your
0: butt kicked yeah. all the time.
1: Like you will lose, right? From an experienced player, if you're brand new sitting across from them, you're not going to win. But I think uh, if you have the mindset that you were talking about of like, uh oh, like I'm going to lose, whatever, you're not going to last in the hobby a very long time. Or any hobby, really. Yeah you need to make sure you have that, like, attitude of, like, cool, I'm here to, like, learn and play and, like, get used to it and go from there, and, like, even if I lose, it's fine. Like, I'm just learning and go from that approach or, like, make sure you're still, like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, that's so cool. Like, have an approach of that. Like, uh, you're going to last a little bit longer, and then you're going to start getting some wins. It's going to be a really good time, right? Exactly. Like, I still lose
0: a lot. All the time.
1: But I'm having more fun now instead of being so serious about it, right? Because there was, like... After my month or two, I got, like, really competitive in there. I was like, oh, I'm watching YouTube videos every day. And I got to, like, pry my deck up and, like, switch it up just, like, one yep. card. And, like, yep. really, like, and, like, it's fun to do that. Like, it's really, really cool. But it also eliminated from a lot of other hobbies I had, too. And so I was like, got to, like, you know, make sure I still have time for other things. Right. You uh, got to balance. Yeah. So, I. It's good. Have fun. If competitive is your fun, then go all in. Yeah, 100%.
0: Whatever form fun takes for yeah, you. Yeah. If, if that's, you know, doing the, you know, one card tuning sort of stuff all the time, then rock on, man. Plenty of room in the yeah. hobby for you. If your thing is, you know, I have this pre-con deck and I don't really even care. I just like hanging out with people for a couple hours every couple of days. Like, awesome. Welcome, brother. Great to have you.
1: Welcome, brother.
0: Exactly. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, I really appreciate people getting my references, um, but yeah. So like, th- there's so much that you can get out of this, as long as you come in and, and you decide you're going to have a good time with it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think that's a great lesson uh, learned. Um, for me, um, my lesson learned was, I we I got my uh, slew of like three new people at an armory for a draft. They nice. all showed up for draft and they had no idea what was going on. Awesome. And so I think, uh, my lesson learned was, uh, going back to the fundamentals, uh, <laughs> because I was trying to explain things like, "Oh crap. I haven't like had to like teach someone how to do this in a very long, long time, you in know, a, in, a, in a minute, uh, like, especially like from scratches and learning how to do draft. Like I have never taught someone how to play draft before because I recently learned how to play draft. And so, it was kind of fun uh, breaking down like, all right, well, here's your three core heroes. you got Phi, Jeremiah and uh, Icelander, um, and uh, you can choose any of those heroes, but pretty much with this pack, like this set, I'm more, like just to give you a heads up, people are going to be picking their heroes pretty fast, yeah, so you don't want to pick a hero that's like someone else is going to do. you're going to want to pick a hero that you feel more confident in. Have you played with any of these ones? Fai? It's like, you should probably go Fai. It's not good that I like know that and you can change it up at any point of what you feel more comfortable. But I, I recommend you go that way. And so it was cool to be able to sit down and, and like help these people through draft and like, not really like help them as they're sitting there. I know probably being like nervous, like what the heck I'm sitting Mm -hmm. at this table with like nine strangers and we have no idea what's going on, but they ended up doing well. Like they, they won a game against their other friend that was there. That was new. but it was fun to be like, all right, well now you're, five versus me who's an icelander and i'm sorry <laughs> like, like i'm sorry Oof. like it's not good for you uh because you have zero arcane barrier and i'm great you know so, so get ready to get wrecked kid so it was good it was a good time um but it was cool to go down to the fundamentals and be, like be able to learn and like talk things through and just like remembering the core of the game actually helps you like play better in the game too right like making sure you slow things down and stop going through the motions and explain things help you like Oh, yeah, I forgot about like this little mechanic and be able It's, to it's
0: not just the rote, you know, draw yeah. card, play card, and yeah. turn sort of thing. You yeah. actually put a little bit more, down, into more thought into
1: it again. Like explaining things more intensely of like what your thought process is. It's always kind of like good to be able to do that. So, again, go back to the fundamentals. If you want to like get some practice reps in with your new deck, it'd be very smart to be at home and like do that thought process out loud or in your mind, whatever works better for you to to like. Understand the more of the fundamentals of what your deck is
0: totally so. and that 's a fantastic lesson um i didn 't want to back off of that a little yeah. bit um, somewhat what you were talking about, like at the very start there was super interesting. One of the biggest parts of being involved in a thing like this is, you know, the community aspect of it. Yeah. Um, and we've been big champions of that sort of thing. We bring people into the armories. You started up the commoner cup here yeah. in town, all that jazz. Um, but a big part of being a good member of the community that I feel like really isn't focused on all that much is not just being welcoming, but having the ability to teach as well. Or to be able to point to somebody and say he's the guy who you want to talk to when you're learning all this stuff. Yeah, because like it does no good to be welcoming and friendly and all that. And then when they ask you, you know, a question about a card or what is this format or something like that, if you immediately shut down and say no, you should have known that before you got here, sort of thing. Um, so like really for. For me, what I've observed is that the most successful, like tightly knit communities are communities where everybody in it is exchanging knowledge and being open and honest with one another and just being straight up like, I don't know exactly what this does. Can you... Give me some, you know, use cases. Uh, I'm not sure how to do a draft. How do you do a draft? Yeah. What's it between a draft and a sealed deck? What's, you know, all those sorts of things that you may not know just coming in because it's fairly specialized knowledge. Like that sort, sort of stuff, I feel like um, it's the responsibility of us as the community is sort of be willing to step out there and not just welcome new people in, but make sure that they're here and able to actively participate in the fullest way possible. Yeah. So it was really awesome to hear you say that. You just, you know, sort of jumped in and did that. That's exactly the kind of yeah, thing Yeah,
1: it's know. I mean mean, kind of just of just kind of uh, with the podcast and everything. Like, I feel a responsibility, like not we a responsibility, but of kind of have like, you know, taking a little bit of the mantle of ourselves. Well, we we, we, and we
0: decided to stuff. start screaming about it very loudly. Yeah. Uh, so it's natural that people will and be so like, go talk to those screaming guys over there. Yeah.
1: So we, we, that's what's happening a lot. It's like, Oh, talk to Matt and he'll talk to you about calm and like how to get into it and all that stuff, which is really nice. Like I enjoy the community. Like, Hey, like go like here. And they're utilizing the things that we created to be able yeah. to do that, which is cool. Cool. Very honoring and very cool. So. It's phenomenal. Yeah.
0: Guys in the local community out there.
1: Thank you. You're cool.
0: We love mm-hmm. you. We see you. You're a buddies.
1: Yeah. I feel like we have another segment, but we don't.
0: Right. I feel like we always, I feel
1: like we have a second segment.
0: Right. But we, like we, we, we've played around with a second segment every once in a while, but I don't know. It's been a two
1: week break is not good. (laughs) No, it's not. I'm all off. Like my rhythm is gone. Like, you know, but yeah, uh, guys, again, uh, it's a little bit shorter episode, but we're back. Uh, go buy those nice, sweet presents for people. But uh, if you want to uh, buy something for your pals, Matt and Greg, you can do that too.
0: <laughs> P.O. Box. No, don't. No, please, please, yeah, yeah, please don't. No.
1: not If you want to, reach out to us on Twitter, but. It no, it's all right. Uh, but anyways, guys, uh, this has been the volunteer podcast. I hope you guys got something out of it. Uh, go out there, have some fun, get those shitty Xmas gifts. <laughs> That'll be the name of it. Get, shitty Xmas gifts. Getting gift. shitty Xmas gifts. Heck oh, yeah! Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, go out there and get those promo cards. That's what it is. For those who are still listening, we're not saying your gifts are shit. It's a promo card, which Paul, is a special. shitty Xmas gift from Flesh
0: and Blood. It's possibly the best card ever it's made. It's very
1: funny. Uh, yes. Uh, with that, uh, we hope you have a fantastic December, and uh, we will see you next week. I am Matt, and I
0: am Greg. Guys, thank you so much for being here. Have a phenomenal rest of your week. We'll see you next time.
1: Toodles.